Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. You're listening to another ambitious entrepreneurnetwork.com podcast, the voice for entrepreneurs and small business. Now, onto the show. Welcome to the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast, daily conversations with Christian entrepreneurs to inspire and empower Christian business owners to walk strongly in their faith while build a thriving business that honors Him in every way. Now, over to your host, Anne-Marie Cross. And welcome to another episode of the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast. This is episode 85, and I'm your host, Anne-Marie Cross, the podcasting queen. My guest today says that in life, you sometimes lose, and the recompense comes when you understand the difficulties of those trials. Sometimes not an easy lesson for us to learn. Joining me on today's show is Chef Diana Riley. She is a multitasker, she's passionate, and she's a purposeful woman. She's a wife and a mother. And Diana graduated Chef John Folze Culinary Institute, and I hope I pronounced that correctly, at Nichols State University. She is also the author of Cooking on Purpose, Life Lessons Learned from the Kitchen. When not doing business, she spends most of her time with her family, volunteering at church, and is relatable as the mama chef next door. Diana's mission is to serve others through her catering company and teaching the fundamentals of cooking and the significance of sharing simple, nutritious, affordable, and pleasing meals with family. Now, in her best-selling cookbook, she shares her journey and readers can gain insight into the chef life. Now, on today's show, Diana is going to share discovering your purpose and evolving into the person God created you to be. She's also going to share insights on how to sustain a family life while pursuing your passions, your goals and your purpose while that all important incorporating taking care of yourself, self-care. She's also going to talk about understanding your personal development is connected to your spiritual growth. So lots of great conversations today. Welcome to the show, Chef Diana. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. You have got such a full life when you hear of all of the different areas that you are um, really ministering within. And so it's great to be able to to hear from you some of the strategies that you use, because sometimes, you know, as women in business, and I know men are, are listening and watching too, it's going to be so important for you as well. But I know as women, sometimes we try to juggle all of those balls, yet feel quite guilty that sometimes we, we let things slip through the cracks. So it's so important for us to sometimes put ourselves first so that we can self-care and nourish ourselves. So lots of great things that we're talking about. Have you always had a passion for cooking? Is that something that you developed as a youngster or how did that come to pass? Okay, so um, I actually grew up in, in the kitchen 
you know, helping my mom cook and helping her prepare, you know, for the food that she was about to cook because we had a garden outside. So, you know, I grew up in the kitchen with my mom, my grandma, you know, we just was centered around food and cooking, but I never imagined, you know, now in adulthood that I would actually be a chef. Like that was not something that, um, I actually imagined, um, when I was younger, like who knew I, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it incredible how, uh, you know, what you are being taught as just part of growing up uh, when there's a passion there and a seed is planted. And obviously there's gifts within that, that God has blessed you with that now going full circle as an adult, you are not only using that passion and the gifts, but also being able to bless others through teaching them, through your cookbooks, and of course the experience of cooking. There's something to be said about standing around a kitchen, chatting, having that time as you are cooking, preparing food. That's probably the only time that I actually enjoy cooking. If I'm on my own, it's kind of like, oh. But when you're spending time with those that you love and you care about, it really is time that you can to spend as you're cooking. Is that one of the reasons you love cooking? Well, for me, it's either or. Like, yeah. um, and I hope my children. That's all right. So I apologize beforehand if they come in or whatever, but I have actually been um, at both ends where I'm quiet, alone cooking, you know, Mm. or, you know, for family leisurely at the kitchen table, you know, we're talking after we cooking or we're preparing food for family get togethers and we're all in the kitchen. So I've been at both ends of the stick. So to me, it doesn't matter one way or the other, but I prefer having conversations in the kitchen. Yes. And if you buy yourself, you just talk, we just talk to ourselves anyway. Lots of things to talk about. All kinds of things go through our head. (laughs) Exactly. We just talk to ourselves. We don't need other people. Let's talk about discovering your purpose and evolving into the person that God created you to be. That can sometimes be difficult for us, particularly if we're unsure, you know, what our skills, what our gifts are, or maybe we've transitioned from one opportunity to the other, maybe through injury or whatever circumstances. So what are some insights you've learned along the way in this area? Okay, first, um, I want to say that I, it took me years, I am almost 40. I wrote my book in my 30s, my book was published in my 30s. -hmm. And it wasn't until then that I was um, enlightened with the idea of discovering my passions and my purpose and what I was called to do was right before I started writing the book in my thirties. And I say that because a lot of times people get the conception or the misconception that we are supposed to already know Mm. what our purpose or, you know, what we're called to do, Mm -hmm. but that's not the truth. It's not the case. Most cases, some people get it sooner then later, you know, but it's, we're all on a different path, a different walk in life. Mm -hmm. My path is not someone else's path to how they got to Z, you know, from A. So we're all on a different path, but I actually discovered it when I was at a point in my life where I was tired of going around in a circle, trying to figure out I needed stability. Mm -hmm. And I knew that I just was not here just to be a mom. I I just knew I wasn't just supposed to be a mama and a wife. I knew God called me for more. Mm. So I went on on a mission to get some self-development, some personal development, and take some time out to learn of me while learning, you know, God's ways. Mm -hmm. So that actually helped me to discover what my gifts and talents really are. Mm 
in order to discover what I'm good at. Yes. So in my book, I share how I um, actually took some self-reflection of what it was like in my childhood. What did I do growing up? What was I good at growing up? What I did most of my life. And then I realized everything led me to where I was supposed to be. Mm -hmm. From my childhood being in my mama's kitchen to uh, school, I was actually there goes so I was actually in um, in a cooking class in high school. I actually was in ROTC in high school. So I ended up going to the military and becoming a food service specialist in the military. And then after my military training, I ended up going to college to be a, a chef. So it was like everything came together, mm -hmm. not even me realizing that that's what it was supposed to be. Because in between those times, I had times where I was a stay-at-home mom, mm -hmm. times where um, I had odd jobs trying to figure it out, trying to discover, realizing it wasn't fulfilling for me until mm -hmm. I actually started doing the cooking. Yes, love that uh, journey um, or an overview of your journey because quite often when we are in an experience or in a role, um, when we realize that let's give it our all, let's really just really focus on learning and developing because often we are learning skills and strengths and and gaining experience that as you say full circle you are now using each and every one of those experience that you've created or built over that time now within your business and your cookbook that's fine we're talking about juggling family and all sorts of things and you know what Kids coming into the background, dogs barking, the, the you know. The dog is actually outside, so that's a good thing. I kicked mine out too. because if, if outside it's, right now. It's all good. It's all part of uh, life, which is fantastic. So thank you for sharing that because absolutely, you know, sometimes the question we will ask of teenagers as they're going through uh, college, what do you want to be? What do you want to be? Even a, a young child. How do they know what they want to be? And, you know, former, I was a career coach and we were, we were sharing with our clients, you know, the young people of today, the roles that they will end up championing in and, and really living out their life in those areas, some of them have not even been created, those jobs. So it's really hard. So I think sometimes as parents, we need to be nurturing the strengths and the talents and the gifts that we see in our children and then just trust that God will use that in whatever destiny, in whatever path, uh, career or business path that he has. So I love that. Now let's talk while, while your beautiful baby daughter is dancing in the background there, how to sustain a family life while pursuing okay. goals. <laughs> Okay, so um, backtrack to what you said about the career coaching and mm. the young students in the classroom. When I go speaking to the young students, I always tell them to be mindful of what they want to do after they graduate of high school, mm. because what they want to do now may not what they end up doing yes. after graduating. Their mind can change, their path could take a different you know, direction to where it's mm -hmm. not convenient for the career that they chose in while in high school. Yes. I I chose um, when I was in high school I never even thought that I would go to culinary school when I was in high school I took I chose a nursing path but I ended up not being in the nursing as a full-time career yes so that is especially helpful to remind young students mm, about that absolutely yeah 
So what was the question? So then, uh, and, and that's, I'm so glad you mentioned that because when we take the pressure off and trust that the situation that we're in, the role that we're in, even if it is a break, to embrace that, to lean into him um, and, and realize that that too is building us, preparing us, nurturing us, shaping us into when we take that next step. And I think that often it's the mindset, isn't it? Our worry and our self-talk that can often keep us stuck or get us distracted and, and, and off track. So I love that. So the next area was around um, balancing, if you will, or sustaining a family life. While we do have, many of us have ambitions, we've got a drive, we've got dreams. And that that's not saying that if you want to be a stay-at-home mum or a stay-at-home dad, that is a mission in itself. Uh, but how do we do it all? If we want to have a number of key things and involvement, what sort of things have you done to maintain balance, but also your, not just your self-care, but your sanity? Because that sometimes <laughs> can wear thin. Yes, I am maintaining my sanity right now, but I have, like, I wear many different hats. I am a wife to um, a military veteran. We're both mm -hmm. military veterans, wow. so I'm um, honorably discharged, but he's still serving. So yeah. I'm a wife to a military veteran. I um, I have kids. I have um, a business that um, actually keeps me focused all the time because, you know, <laughs> An entrepreneur knows that your mind is always forever going and thinking about the business. So I'm also an author, you know, and being a chef of my catering company, you know, that's branding on my own mm. is two different routes. Like because I'm a chef and a cookbook author, the, the entrepreneur head is totally different sometimes mm. from that. So it's a, it's, it's a lot of things, um, that I have going on in my life, but I maintain my sanity, sanity through prayer. Yeah. So, so I, I, I've developed a strong prayer life that I didn't have years ago. And mm -hmm. that came over time with the challenges I faced. So for me, when the morning starts, I start with a scripture, a daily mm -hmm. scripture or a devotion. When the kids get on the school bus, I go into my quiet prayer time mm. and I've learned to do that to help balance my day so that I know, you know, I have wisdom to know what am I going to do this day? Yes. What am I going to put off this day? And that helps me not to get overwhelmed because at, at times it can be overwhelming. Yeah. So I've learned to figure out, okay, I need to sometimes let things go. You know, you're mm -hmm. juggling a ball. At one point, some of those balls are going to fall. You're not going to be able to keep. So the balance scale is not always even out in my in my life, but I credit a lot of my sanity and a lot of whatever I have going on and I accomplished to God's grace. Mm. His grace is sufficient for everyone. Yeah. We all have a measure of grace that he gives to us. It's when we frustrate that grace that we begin to become overwhelmed. Mm. So I have learned to operate in God's grace. If I, if there's no provision for me to do something, then it's just not going to get done. And I have to lay it all, you know, in my prayer closet and be like, okay, I can't worry about this. Mm. I can't do it. And, and for an example, if there is a networking event that I know is going to help push my business or push a lead for me to advance, mm -hmm. if there's no provision provided for my children, like childcare, and I can't get there at a time, 
I just can't get there at a time. Mm-hmm. I, I use my pros. I, I, I weigh it out using pros and cons mm-hmm. and I pray about it. Okay, God, if this is meant to be, you'll make a way for me to be there. Yes. If there's no way made, I just don't do it. There were times where I would networking events, um, business meetings, seminars or whatever, mm-hmm. sometimes catering events, sometimes book fairs or festivals. I would always figure out, you know, I need to be there. Mm-hmm. I need to go to this vending event. I need to go to this networking until it got to the point where some times or, you know, some events was just not worth my time. Mm-hmm. It just wasn't, you know, conducive to what my purpose was or what my end goal was. And if there was no way for me to have childcare in place, my children and my husband, my family is, it comes first before yes. everything else. Yes. So that's how the rest of, you know, the balls, the whatever you want to call it, roll in place. Yeah, I love that. And I think what you, you were saying is, you know, you set that intention and you continued to just um, commit it to prayer. And I think when you have that approach, then when things happen, um, you're able then to go, you know what, it obviously was not meant to be. So if you look back to before you started to realize that he had, you know, he had everything mapped out for you and if opportunities like networking events if you're just not able to make it well there may be other great ones down the track as well compare the difference to now that you have fully you just trust and and bring it and commit it to prayer how are you in yourself and in your approach and in attitude to what you may have been before when you really hadn't come to that stage yet of being able to just leave it in prayer and and close that closet as you say and say you know what I'm not taking that worry and carrying that with me as I go through my day how is it different for you now oh, oh it is it is so different and so much better and mm. so much peace there's um it's such a beauty in having peace the peace that God gives the mm. peace that surpasses all understanding there's so much beauty in that because before I I had you know I still get challenges there's mm. still stuff I have to overcome but before it was um it was a challenge for me because I always felt like I was missing out yes and and I and I did some things that that was not I'm not going to say that I regret because I actually learned from those from those things. So there were there were great lessons, great experience to help me mm-hmm. to not make those same choices yes. again in the future. Mm-hmm. So by me having those hiccups and those bad experiences, now I know better. So mm-hmm. it's like everything I do, I I commit it in prayer and I ask God, okay, so is this where you want me to go? Oh, I don't know if I should go that way, God. Mm-hmm. You know, help me because I know in the past I made a bad decision and it wasn't worthwhile. Mm-hmm. So before before now it's like I had to go through a process of personal development because I was always trying to do things on my own Mm -hmm. versus inviting the Holy Spirit in. Mm -hmm. So I actually took some time off when in my business and and, and into to the world, to social media, it seemed as if I didn't take any time off. 
But in all actuality, I did take time off because I was forced to take time off. Yes. And it's okay to take time off. Yes. It's okay with the with the hustle and the bustle and everybody entrepreneur this and all this stuff going on. It seems as is as if we have to always work and we always have to be doing something mm. building in our business. And that's not the case. No. You know, we're human and and at times we can't do all of that all the time every day. Mm-hmm. You have to sit back and realize okay this is too much I need to take some time off and at the same time maintain the business side you have while taking that time off and gotta close some doors you know Mm. when God closed the doors that's when you know okay I'm listening God (laughs) I'm here now (laughs) (laughs) sometimes he's got to close that door again and slam it shut it's like you open that door again I closed it before (laughs) I'm nailing it, shot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just lock the key and throw it away. I don't want to open it, you know. So so sometimes the doors are closed mm. and you have to recognize yes. when God are closing doors and why are he closing the doors. So I had some closed doors shut recently and I had to take some personal development mm-hmm. to actually develop myself yes. and build up my faith and build up my confidence and go a different direction versus what I used to do. Mm. Beautiful segue into um, the last insight you want to share and I think this is so powerful and really is wrapped beautifully in what you just shared earlier in that often as entrepreneurs, we are driven. There is just something, we've been created that way, you know, but all of us, you know, to be reminded that we are building kingdom businesses and we have a CEO who has our whole journey mapped out, the right doors, the right path. And so often, and I was like, "Mm mm-hmm, that's me too. We think that we have control and we've got it all mapped out and God kind of says, no, I've got this. No, (laughs) you know, sometimes, as we said, we've got to repeat the cycle a couple of times. But I think when we really rest in that, knowing that, look, we have to take action and there's things that we need to do. You know, we obviously um, need to do marketing and all of the other stuff that we know to build the business. But as far as really some of the opportunities that are, you know, and and one of my colleagues um, and even former guests says, you know, when you bring your natural, which is our gifts and our talents, and we're leveraging that in the best way possible, but we're also leaning into him, we're committing, you know, seeking the kingdom first, that is when God can bring the super into our natural and build a supernatural business that when we reflect back on, there are opportunities, there is growth, there is just things happening that if we looked at it from a human's perspective, we would never have been able to build. It's true, isn't it? It And we need to get to that point where we can rest in that and fully believe that to be true. Yes? Yes, yes, that is so true. And um, I didn't always have it together when I first started my business. I, um, like I said, I operated in the flesh a lot, I operated mm-hmm. in my own ideas, mm-hmm. and I put into action my own ideas. And I did that. And I, then I asked God to bless it. Yeah. And that is not the way <laughs> it's supposed Here it to. all is. and it's like and it's like okay well what happened why didn't that work out and you know and I had to come to the realization you know months later that how do I even know that that was what I was supposed to do you know so I've made those bad 
decisions mm. in my business prior. And whenever I took the personal development time, there were some things that God told me, don't offer that anymore. Mm. That service is no longer tied to your purpose. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, really, God, really? And, you know, a lot of times we, we don't know or believe when God is telling us something because it's just hard to imagine and believe mm -hmm. that he would tell us that yes. so it, when he told me that that service is no longer tied to my purpose it actually took me a while to actually believe and obey mm -hmm. because I'm like well what is catering if I don't go to these people events and and help them you know plan and serve their food and clean up for their graduation party or for their non, you know, the non, uh, nonprofit organization fundraiser. Mm. Like that, isn't that what catering is? Yeah, that's what catering is. But God says, I'm calling you higher to mm -hmm. a different level of people I want you to serve. Yes. And those people in that particular area of service, it's not where you're going. Yeah. So I, I stopped the, the event catering. And now I'm focusing on families mm. and mamas just like me, yes. because now I know who my, who my audience I'm serving. Yes. I know who I'm serving now mm -hmm. versus just having a business and a service tied to my purpose, which is cooking. Mm. But there are certain avenues that I can serve through the cooking versus event catering is mm. just one particular service yes cooking as a as tied to my purpose has a lot more involved in just cooking i can teach moms mm. who don't really know how to cook as well or who is not confident in their cooking mm -hmm. i can share with them insight and tips on how i managed to get my family to the kitchen table to eat as a family versus always running in late trying to drop bags with fast food, you know, those kind of things are who God is calling me to serve and to share. And mm. so I had to come to the realization that those were the reason why some doors would, would close. And it's okay to ask God why. You have to seek his face. You mm. have to understand and know what's the next step. And the only way to understand and know what the next step is, is to seek his face, mm -hmm. to, to devote yourself to that time with him. And I... I was not faithful in that area in my life in the past. Mm. I think we can all resonate with that, uh, Diana. And as you say, you know, sometimes as he is preparing us and giving us the strengths that we will need in the next season and journey of our business growth, there will be doors that are closed. And sometimes if that has led us and was the stepping stone uh, to us now expanding our business, it's okay to close that down. Because again, what we would look at if we are stretching ourselves too thin, and that can sometimes be in our marketing message too, you know, yeah. when the world or our ideal client, if I, I should say, looks at us and we're too scattered and too spread across various areas, then we yes. may not speak, you know, wholly and solely. But I think, you know, when, when you recognize that often you have lived through where you're now sharing your message. You know, your message becomes your mission, if you will. Like, for instance, if you look at who you're now going to be serving and supporting in your ideal clients, I mean, these mums, if I look back to when I was, um, you know, a number of years younger, if I, I should say that, my kids were younger, there were times where I wish I had been less stressed and less wound up because my attitude towards my children would certainly have changed uh, in that I probably would have been a little bit more 
you know, deep breath and things like that. I mean, we're raising, mums are raising the next generation, aren't we? And how we spend time with them, whatever it is, you know, in our family, um, around the table, that, that talking, we're building foundations upon which they can continue to grow. And I think, you know, um, when you recognise that that's your purpose and calling, then doors will open up. And I'm sure now there are opportunities that are, are coming to you or that have already come across your path when you start to walk in the direction. Yes? Yes, yes. yes. And there, there is work that I have to do. You know, when, whenever I discover my ideal client mm. and who I meant to serve, yes. there's work that I have to do. I have to prepare and position myself to serve those clients so it seems as though I have started all over again in mm -hmm. business versus when I first started because I actually rebranded and not offer a certain service and my business mm -hmm. was centered around mm -hmm. that certain service at the beginning so it feels as if I'm starting over again but God has prepared me mm -hmm. to go forth in this area because he he actually put me in time out mm. <laughs> for, the, for the personal development yes. to focus. And when, when I was doing my personal development, I was actually creating, um, what shall I say? Um, I was actually creating this mindset mm -hmm. that I can actually share with other moms because I had all the time devoted to my family. Mm. So, it's like, okay, moms have, you know, children who go to school. When they come from school, they have homework. They're, they're out working. They can be even stay-at-home moms. Mm -hmm. But if they're out working and they're stay-at-home moms, how do they keep it together when it comes to family time, dinner at the table? Yes. You know, it's not always I need to go out and get fast food. Mm -hmm. It's all about preparing your family's home mm -hmm. for dinner time. So you have a pantry of groceries. And you know that you have to cook a week's worth of food because you grocery shop for a week. Mm. So why don't you take inventory of what's in your pantry and what's in your refrigerator and then figure out what you have already that you can use mm -hmm. to make a meal. And it's just like in life. What do I have now that I can use to discover my purpose and and ignite my passions and my gifts that God already gave me. Yes. It's the same concept in your pantry and your refrigerator. Absolutely. You will not waste you will not waste time or money if you take that inventory. Mm -hmm. Versus I'm going grocery shopping and I have no idea what I'm gonna buy. I have no idea what I'm gonna cook. I'm just gonna pick up stuff and put it in a basket and think about it later. Mm -hmm. You just wasted valuable time and probably extra money that wasn't even in the budget versus taking that time out and mapping out your menu for that week. Mm -hmm. So I've learned that and I and I will be the first to admit that it's not always been that way with me. I'm just the, like I said, I'm the mama like everybody else next door. I'm the chef next door who happens to be a mama. Mm -hmm. You know, so I just actually have the education and experience mm -hmm. in my, you know, background to say I can tell you how to cook or what not to use or how to do certain mm. things but i still understand your struggles as a mom yeah. and so with the service that i offer with these meals ready to eat i sometimes look around and i'm like okay well who can deliver my family a meal <laughs> like like i want somebody 
somebody to come deliver my family meal tonight. You know, it's just mm. those simple things. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and I think, you know, sometimes you, as we're thinking about our business, if we have experiences that are similar to our ideal clients, then we know exactly what they're struggling with. We know exactly the type of information that they're going to find extremely valuable and we can deliver it in a way that our ideal client can consume it. So if you're thinking about busy moms, they're not going to have time to watch, you know, hour long videos or read long, long books. They want sharp, they want now, they want, I want one document that outlines it all with the shopping list and you know and and that's great because that means that you can speak life and truth and support them you know and I think that's such a valuable lesson to all of us no matter what industry or no matter who our ideal clients are because once we are understanding of every situation that they're struggling with we're able to tailor our message to be able to support them it has been such a pleasure speaking with you today what is the best way for people to connect with you particularly if we've got busy moms who are juggling a lot of things and they say i want to get some support through and from diana what's the best way for them to connect with you okay so i am on facebook um i have my service my brand service called mama chef mm -hmm. so i'm on facebook at mama chef meals i am on instagram at diana underscore mama chef twitter under diana underscore mama chef and my website is www.dianakitchentable.com and diana and my kids are getting loud i'm sorry <laughs> let's hurry up and finish they've hey, done well i'm still on the video okay Okay, so so my website is www.dianakitchentable.com, D-I-A-N-A-K-I-T-C-H-E-N-T-A-B-L-E.com. Fantastic. Thank you so much for coming on the show, Diana. It's been an absolute pleasure. We'll put all of those links on our show notes, ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com forward slash TCE85. And uh, look forward to, to sharing this message. It's so important. And thank you. And your kids were wonderful. Um, kids are kids. <laughs> thank you. Kids are kids. And that's what we're talking about. So um, we're talking about mums and juggling. And that's, um, you know, the mission and the message that you want to bring forward. So thank you for coming on the show. Thank you for having me. You've been listening to the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast, brought to you by BeTheDifferenceMovement.com, changing the world one message at a time. Do you feel called to influence real change with your message? Join our supportive community of like-minded influencers, thought leaders, and disruptors at www.BeTheDifferenceMovement.com. That's BeTheDifferenceMovement.com. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. <laughs>